0: hello and welcome to ask me about kpop the essential guide for recent converts and seasoned fans alike my name is shannon and i'm angelica And it's Women's History Month. Did you know that? Hooray! It's been Women's History Month for a minute, but that's what we wanted to talk about today because we have a few little things that we want to talk about. We've got a group that blew up and everybody's wondering why we're going to get into that. And I made a little quiz about girl group history. And we're just going to celebrate the ladies for a minute today. And it should be a good time. Um, But before we get into that, I wanted to take a second and use our platform as we should um, and get out information about important things happening in our world. Um, So if you are somehow unaware, if you've been on a news media break for your soul, Mm -hmm. you might not be aware of a current um, movement based around upticks in anti-Asian hate crimes that have been occurring since coronavirus came about last year um, because of awful political rhetoric and blaming China and etc cetera, etc cetera. Um, and last week in America we had a fatal shooting where eight people lost their lives and they were targeted because they were Asian and it's truly awful um, so I just wanted to talk for a second in case you like many people are feeling like well what can i do how can mm-hmm. i help um so just a few things that you can pos- that you can do to educate yourself or to help out in your community i just wanted to gather a few resources for Everyone. Um, so if you would like to donate in a monetary way, um, go. the website GoFundMe has actually set up a curated hashtag, which is hashtag stop Asian hate. And that has all of the verified GoFundMe accounts for local charities, for the families of the people who lost their lives last week um, and things like that. If you want to try to find a place to give a little bit of money. Um, Another place to donate that I think is really great is there's an organization called the National Asian Pacific Americans Women's... Forum, which is N-A-P-A-W-F. There are lots of chapters of this organization, not only just in different places in the US, but all over the world, I noticed. So look up one near you and find out how you can help women and girls in your area uh, through policy change and important things that help immigrants and sex workers and girls who need education and many other things like that. Amazing. Um, and then another thing that I think is really great, if you're a kind of person who is feeling helpless in these times where it seems like all you hear about is people being like, harassed in public mm-hmm. for their race or whatever, and you want to help. There's a website called ihollaback.org. That's I-H-O-L-L-A-B-A-C-K.org. And they offer bystander training courses that are free where you can learn about ways that you can help if you see somebody being racially harassed at the grocery store. And they don't involve going up and, like, punching the person who is yelling. Like, these are, like... No, no matter tactics, how much you might feel like they deserve it, I mean, if there that's are your other tactic, ways. <laughs> if that's your tactic, I mean, go for that. But these people are trying to say, if you want to find other ways to help, you can learn all about like different distraction techniques and like how to help. They have training courses that you can take for free. You can donate to help them keep those courses free, and they also have lots of just stuff you can read on their website if you want to know about how to help when you see something and say something Um, and another thing that you can read and watch that I think is really important is best friend of the podcast Eric Nam um, has been speaking out this week he wrote a piece in Time magazine that you can read there's screenshots of it on his Instagram if you get paywalled out of time.com um, and he also talked to CNN about his experiences growing up an Asian kid in Atlanta, Georgia, where this terrible shooting happened. Um, and it's very insightful, and he was very candid, and he also provided lots of resources to help in both of those interviews. So thank you, Eric, for speaking up. Um, and also one thing, a, a podcast that I would like to recommend to you guys to listen to, since you're listening to a podcast right now, if you'd like <laughs> to listen to another one, Um A, uh, an acquaintance of mine, Kulap Vilaysak, has a podcast called Add to Cart with Suchin Pak, and it's mostly about online shopping, but this week they decided to do, like, a very raw special. Uh, It's episode 18 called Asian Hate and Gaslighting in Georgia, um, and they both just shared very real experiences um, of their lives as Asian women in America, and I think it's... Um, very insightful and it's hard to listen to, but I think it's important. Um, So I just wanted to recommend that as another thing that you can um, listen to.
1: Amazing. All incredible resources where you can hear from Asian voices and also support uh, Asian voices, not only in the US, but also around the world. Thank you, Shannon, for giving us that wonderful
0: list. It's the very least I can do. Please check out Lots of people are doing really difficult work mm-hmm. right now, compiling all of these things and telling people stories, and it's very valuable. So, um, yeah, do some extra Googling, and um, let's all look out for our friends, please. All right, so today, for Women's History Month, we wanted to tell a cool story of a girl group, RISE, and in a, like neat, a neat K-pop moment, um, but it requires some backstory. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I guess I'll just jump in and it's, it's probably in the title. We're going to talk about the Brave Girls because you might have Hooray! noticed that their names are suddenly everywhere and they're suddenly beating all your faves at the music show and like, What happened? Mm -hmm. Yes,
1: and who are these girls, and why are they promoting a song that came out in 2017? These are the burning questions we wanted to know, and we are here to tell you all about it. I feel like I, after doing our FX episode, I've just been like, I've just had girl groups on the brain, and in particular, underappreciated girl groups, Um, and I feel like Brave Girls... Deserve some appreciation, and I'm glad they're getting it now. And we are happy to jump on this bandwagon and take a little, <laughs> a little wade, a little snorkel yes. around
0: their discography and their timeline. <laughs> I thought that was very cute earlier, and, like I said, there wasn't enough there wasn't enough history here for a deep dive, but we could do a snorkel, and I think that's <laughs> really good. I really like that. Thank you. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. So because we'll just be. On the surface, looking down. Mm -hmm. Oh, look. That's how it all went. But it's going to be
1: fun. It'll be fun, and it will be filled with bops. And uh, we're going to basically mostly just go through their timeline. Normally, in a deep dive, we would take the time to learn all of the members. But as you will learn in this deep dive, there have been many lineup changes in the Brave Girls. Um, So we're going to get through all of that, but we're going to focus mostly on just going chronologically through what their career has been and talk about their meteoric rise over the last couple of weeks, which has been really exciting to see. Yes. Um, Is there anything that you feel like, like, did you have any, um, well, I guess we could talk about this because we usually do this at the top of the deep dive. What was your personal context for Brave Girls the only thing or anything that you knew about them before Roland came back on the charts this month?
0: When we talked about it on the podcast, but when their Mm -hmm. song We Ride came out last summer, it somehow just ended up in front of me because I think we were very plugged in last year. And Mm we usually try to just like surf the new stages for the week to see what's going on. And that ended up on our radar. And we were like, this is fucking great. Yes. And it's like I knew that the Brave Girls existed, but I also think that because they are, we'll talk about it, but because they are like a project of Brave Brothers and that is a name that I know because of all the Mm -hmm. songwriting and all the other songs. Like, I'm not sure if I even, if I really knew much about, I just, and I think I might've seen them on the occasional um, band music video compilation list. And I think mm. that's all I knew about them is that they had a really good song this summer and that like maybe they had been like banned before because of like naughty choreo. And I think yes. that's all I had.
1: Yeah, fair. That's all I had too. the only before we ride came out last summer. I, I feel like the same way. I think I hadn't. Recognized the name Brave Girls, but couldn't have told you anything about them. Um, and you and I tried, like, after watching, after really loving Ride, yes. we looked back into their history, sort of, and be watched like, what did some we miss? Their, yeah. And, and, there and got like, really confused. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yes. Got, we got really confused because not only was there not a lot of music, but then every single comeback had a different, <laughs> seemed to have a different group of girls. Mm-hmm. So we were like, we don't have the energy to go into this right now but we did today we do today let's jump into it uh the brave girls debuted on april 7th 2011 with the digital single album called the difference and the title track was called do you know Brave Girls were originally a five-member girl group formed by the producer Brave Brothers, who, I'm not going to lie to you, I didn't realize before this episode was just one guy. A person. I literally thought it was How a pair of brothers. How fucking
0: pretentious.
1: <laughs> I'm not shitting you. I didn't know that until I today. I didn't
0: either. I assumed it was a team. I assumed <laughs> it was an entire production team that yes. called themselves Brave Brothers.
1: I mean, maybe I'm just really naive, but I literally thought it was brothers. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You're not crazy to think that. There
1: <laughs> but are anyway, it's in just a guy. Everywhere. It's just a dude. His name is Brave Brothers. Um, or that's his producer name and uh he has his own company called brave entertainment they manage a few different artists the brave girls are one of them and their opening single was or their debut single was just like this slow jam with like a lot of leggy body rolls
0: um but it did pretty well it went to number two on the gown chart um it's good, but it's pretty repetitive. Those were my thoughts about it. Is that it's a yeah. good song, but it doesn't go anywhere, and it lasts for a really long time. And I was like, mm-hmm. okay, I get it.
1: Yeah, and a lot of their early discography, a lot of their early releases have that like very, very um, specific like electronic sound of the this time period like two thousand ten to to, to two thousand twelve. Yeah, and I just like don't that has like the, you know, the sort of repetitive club like over and over mm-hmm. this song doesn't end kind of vibe sometimes. So Anyway, um, and then between, in the next, like, three years, between their debut, 2011 to 2013, they only released two EPs and one single, and then didn't do anything at all. So they came out on the scene and then kind of just didn't have a lot of energy or thought put into their promotions, because on... July 29th, 2011, just a couple months after their debut, they put out their first EP called Back to the Future with a D. Mm-hmm. And the single was called Easily, which featured a South Korean reggae singer named Skull. terrible.
0: I um, screamed. <laughs> I screamed when I, the video I did started too. playing. I was shook.
1: Yeah. I. It's Skull sucks. I don't <laughs> know who Skull is, but he's terrible. Mm-hmm. And so is the song. And it honestly like, could have been a kind of nice song because the Brave Girls have great vocals. It could have been a nice song if it didn't have any of the reggae piece to it. Mm-hmm. But it's just terrible appropriation from beginning
0: to end like it's garbage there's very good the only positive i had for it is there is saxophone there is a saxophone moment and in the music video a black gentleman is playing the saxophone and if he really played that ooh he played it and it is great but that's the only redeeming part of a very terrible song is yeah. this one great sax solo. But woof, not woof. fun this one. Woof.
1: <laughs> so then that was their last release for 2011. And that EP went to number 14 on the gown. So didn't do terrible, but didn't do great. Mm-hmm. Uh, the next year, so again, another like six or uh, six months go by. February 22nd, 2012, they put out their second EP called Reissue with the title track Nowadays. This title track actually is sometimes called "Nowadays You," and I also saw it as "Today You." So it's translated in a couple of different ways. Um, But it, like I was saying before, has that like 2012 like club disco beat in it, and is otherwise like the girls are wearing these like sharp tuxedos and doing like great. I loved their
0: wide pant suit bottoms and their vesties and then they also a thing I have always tried to do like a dance and I feel like it never looks as good as when people do it in like tv shows is the slick the the side part slick hair bun I feel like that never actually looks good but when people in like a music video have it it always looks awesome yeah that was my notes for this song yeah (laughs) a
1: lot of really good looks and again like if you had just stripped the song down a little bit more it would have yes. been perfect, I think. There's
0: an extreme, I think it, it lasts for a long time, but there is just, like, an overuse of those mm-hmm. sam- those very standard early hip-hop s- samples that we talk about, like, in the first mm-hmm. gens, the A's, and you're, like, hey. just, like, hey. all all those, hey. like, sounds that get yeah. used a million, billion times, and, like, there's a beautiful, like, pop song happening, and then for some reason it's just going, like, hey. Oh, like, no, you don't need that. Just take that out. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just take it out. (laughs) Yeah.
1: I will also say that there's a few of their like B-sides off of these earlier EPs where Brave, I'm assuming Brave Brothers himself is on it being like, hey, girl, I'm like, well, no, wait, what does he say? Oh, oh my God. Wait, what was it? Oh, I'm sorry, girl. I don't know what else to tell you. I'm sorry. I don't know (laughs) what else to say. And I was like, "What the fuck is this?" And then it goes into this like beautiful, like R and like, B, like ballad or breakup song or whatever. But it just has like his stupid voice like coming in in oh the beginning God. and then coming in at the end, or going through the whole song. Like every once in a while in the song, it's just like, "Hey, brave girls in the house," or whatever. <laughs> and you're just like, "Why? Like take that out. No one asked. You stupid. Nobody asked for you here, sir." Anyway. That was in February of 2012. That's the only thing they do in 2012 mm-hmm. until August of 2013. About a year and a half later, they put out a digital single called For You. Mm-hmm. does not have a music video I couldn't find any performances of it they didn't do anything with this they just put it out but it is a really pretty Pretty. song so pretty so pretty very delicate in a way that the other songs are not and just like highlights their lovely vocals but after this single came out the brave girls kind of end up going on this like unofficial hiatus because in 2014 Brave Brothers claimed that he was working on a full studio-length album for the Brave Girls, but the album got put on hold indefinitely because he was working with AOA at the time and he produced everything that AOA put out between mm-hmm. 2014 and 2015 which was a lot of music they put out, a. it started with a single and then they put out three EPs all four of which went into the top five.
0: Hit, he, after, mm-hmm. hit after hit after hit after hit, after hit <laughs> and
1: then they went on, he produced their entire Japanese debut which was a full studio Length album as well. Um, So that kept him very busy, and unfortunately, meant the Brave Girls were not busy at all because we don't see them again until February of 2016, and we have a new lineup this time. So three of the original members have gone, and now with uh, seven girls, Mm -hmm. we come out February 16th, 2016. with the single, <laughs> Deepened.
0: I fucking love this. Yeah, this song is <laughs> Sorry, great. I just have to jump in and say, loved this. This
1: song love is great. It. I love that in the, and maybe they will continue to do this. I don't know. We're going to talk about it when we talk about the kind of music they make now. But brave girls has so many excellent like fuck jams in their discography, Mm. the way that like 2 PM has excellent fuck jams, but they're ladies. Mm. And that's like Mm. a very, I feel like that doesn't happen very often. Like you and I were just looking for female ballads and like, we couldn't really find any like, Ladies don't sing. I mean, these aren't ballads necessarily. Some of them are like they're like the R&B like breakup songs.
0: But the the fuck you're dance. trying to find girl angst and we couldn't find it. It was yes. few and far between in a way that boy angst is there is much more of. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: And this yeah. is really good, like sexy girl angst. I yeah. have kind of like a like a step up like. Unforbidden
0: or or failed love yeah. plotline to the music with the video. fire escapes and the mm-hmm. and they're wearing like, and the boy leisure yeah. with their names all over it yes it's just bras fun.
1: and personalized <laughs> leggings and that's it hanging on the fire escape like yes. they're in Chicago or something
0: yes and this um, is the song that for that I referenced it too early but this is the song that specifically has the oh. Hey, hey, Oh uh, yeah, it does Why? not need it. It doesn't, doesn't need, need it. it. It doesn't use a regular need drum, it. please. Okay,
1: yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, like I said, this has seven uh, seven girls. So originally they debuted with five. Now three of them, three of the original girls have left. Two of the original members, Yujin and Hyerin, are still there, and they have five new members: Minyoung, Yujong, Yunji, Yuna, and Hyun. So now we're moving forward with 7. And 2016, they have a pretty busy year. They start out in February with Deep End, and then they follow that up on June 19th with their third EP titled after the title track, High Heels. I fucking love this song. Me too. This song is so fun. There's, it's like cheeky and flirty. There is a very, very terrible baseball outfit oh my in God. the music video. But there's also a fun boy in, like, a suit and hot pants at the car wash, yeah. like, dancing in his own high heels. So it's a fun music video either way. <laughs> it is for
0: sure fun. I also, like, t- I think it – th- I almost think also that they – there's another scene where they're wearing, like, really awful aquamarine one-piece bathing suits. Yes, because they're, like, bat- they're, they're, like, they're pageant yes, doing pageants c- crown stuff. Mm-hmm. And they, like, look very cheesy, and they're on this little, like, ramp. I love yeah. that part. But, yeah, the baseball costume – it's just so ugly and the like big weird boob cups sit like 6 full inches above where her actual boobs are and it looks so crazy it just like looks so bad it's not nice that someone put someone in that costume and filmed a whole music video
1: i know it's just rude. it is like
0: <laughs> it is objectively a very ugly costume but
1: she also kind of looks like she's having a great time and totally like yeah she is she is for sure and that entire ep is good like i'm here to say this is a fantastic like this was slept on and we owe brave girls an apology apology. for that because this is a great great mini album high heels check it out Mm -hmm. full of great b-sides uh, a few months later on september 1st they put out a follow up single called Yoo-Hoo. also cute as fuck
0: yeah this is the this is one of the music videos that we get in the random game a lot where a girl group films a music video at like a weird um vacation apartment like Mm -hmm. in the it's like the same vacation apartment pool that's in like so many music videos and you use the tennis court too and then you also go like anyway it's a fun it's a thing it's a cheap music video they do to girl groups a lot. Just make them go be at the hotel pool and that counts. Yes. But so that's all the music
1: video is just ladies in bikinis by the pool. Um but the song itself is really fun and I feel like After High Heels, they start, because they came out from the very beginning with a really sexy concept. Mm -hmm. Um, And, like, the first song on their, um, on the, like, digital single or something is called So Sexy. So, like, Mm -hmm. they came out with that image from the beginning. But after High Heels came out, they started... Changing their sound to be more like flirty and fun, and they and started less, like making smoky,
0: sexy, dangerous, and more yes, like, and more
1: light-hearted, more like floaty summer songs. Like yeah, fun, sexy summer songs. And I felt like they had a series, like in 2016, they had a series of really great songs that could have established them as like a summer staple.
0: Yeah, and I
1: don't know why. I don't know why that didn't like really. Land, But it didn't. So that was 2016. Uh, 2017. After September 2016, they don't really do a lot until January of 2017. The two remaining original members leave Brave Girls. One decides to go study abroad and the other cites health reasons. And so the group decides to continue as five. All members that joined in 2016. Yes. There's so they're no doing more a,
0: original yeah, Brave Girls left.
1: No more original Brave Girls. And so they decide to do a bit of a rebrand. Like I said, they had kind of like softened the sexy image that they debuted with. So now they're going to turn it up to 11. <laughs> <laughs> so they come out on March 7th, 2017 with their fourth EP titled After the Title Track. This was pretty, so it was really, I loved going back and learning the history of this song because once it blew up, when it blew up this month. And I saw all of the like new stages for it. Part of me was like, mm, this song kind of actually sounds a little familiar. Like, I wonder if I like heard this when it came out. Right. But the outfits that they've been wearing, like they were just wearing like shirts and like they're wearing shorts. their
0: cute we ride, denim. Yes, and they're their like their little cute we ride denims. cardigans. It's the, yes. they literally in their M2 video are wearing their we ride outfits because mm-hmm. Brave Brothers didn't even get the new outfits for this no. anyway. They Go did on. not. <laughs>
1: But it was interesting to read the history of this song because when I saw the new stages for it this month, I thought of it as like a very cute, flirty, fun song from like Summer Song, like the ones that they had done, like Yoohoo. Yes. But then when this originally came out in 2017, the teaser for the music video was rated 19 and up. And the music video itself was restricted on YouTube for viewers under 18. The dance version that they put out did not have an age restriction. And there is a clean version that they released on March 9th um the music video is like very it's very sexual and they're wearing like um they're wearing like kind of like leotard like booty shorts with fishnets and tights and whatever and the choreo is a chair dance so the choreo is fairly sexy but not soup it's not like overtly sexy the main issue people had with the music video was that there's all these cut scenes of the girls like laying on couches and it's very like queer baby like laying on top Mm. of each other and so the clean version is the same except they cut some of those scenes out so Uh the choreo Uh itself was not a problem um it was like the other one But then KBS deemed the song unfit for broadcast due to the lyrics having slang that they considered too vulgar. So Brave Brothers changed the lyrics and then the girls were able to promote on KBS. But KBS was the only channel that had a problem with the lyrics. This song also... Only peaked at number 30 on the gown album chart. Um, and that was just the album peaked at number 30. The song mm-hmm. itself did not make it onto the weekly chart. So it really didn't do very well at all. Mm-hmm. Um, and in October of that same year, three of the members went onto the unit. None of them made it into the final group. Um, and the, and that was the only thing that they did for 2017. They just put out this EP. It didn't make it onto the charts. And that was, and that was that. Um, but I will say again, that this EP has some great B sides. And like I was saying with their fuck jams, this song, no rush, the B side off of Mm -hmm. Roland, no rush, high quality fuck jam. (laughs) Beautiful. Beautiful, yes. And there's also a high high heels remix on it that I thought was really fun. fun. Oh my god, it's jazzy. It has a like an electronic organ. It's great, great song. (laughs) So that's all for 2017. Like I said, in October they go on the unit. In 2018, more than a year after Roland came out, they put out a digital single called Roland (parentheses) new version. This is just a rearranged version of Roland. Um, it's a gift for the song, for the fans, excuse me, is what they said. Um, but it's mostly just the same song, but it has a few new horns in it. That's it. Um, and one of the members, Haiyun, sits out of um, this. I don't know if they promoted it, but she sat out of whatever activities they did for this single because of I reasons. I also
0: am pretty sure that she might not even be on the recording of the new version because when I was looking at lyric videos today, people call that the OT4 version now.
1: Okay, because... that would make sense then um, because they didn't put out... There is a music video for the new one, yeah. um, but like I said, I don't think that they went on Stages to promote it. So as far as her sitting out of things, the only thing it really makes sense for her to sit out of is the recording itself. Yeah. Um. So yes, like you said, that's the first thing that has the current lineup of 2020. So in 2020, now we have only uh, four members because the role in the new version, like that, didn't make a blip. It didn't make it onto the weekly chart. It only hit 130 on the download chart. Like nobody really realized that it happened. Um, so then we have 2019, I suppose, goes by with absolutely nothing um, because between rolling the new version, there is nothing until August 14th, 2020. Now with four members from the twenty sixteen group of seven. We have Min Young, Yoo Jung, Yunji, and Yuna. This is the current iteration of Brave Girls.
0: I, I can describe them very quickly because i Go know for I know these ones because I'm ready. I'm ready to stand. <laughs> Min Young is the like lead vocal. She sings the chorus of all the songs and she fucking sings. So that's right. who Min Young is. Yoo Jung is the one that the soldiers call the one who looks like Squirtle she smile. oh my god her smile I dare you to look at her smile and don't smile back I dare you um and then Inji is the one who has like big she just has big eyes <laughs> and then Yuna is the like main dancer her face is usually very stoic and she almost always has short haircut so Amazing. those are the brave girls now you know their names beautiful so
1: those four brave girls came out August 14th Digital single, We Ride. (laughs) Shannon and I love this song, and we talked about it all the time when it originally came out. Um, but it was just like a moderate success. They didn't win anything for it. Um, and it was just a single. It wasn't a an EP or anything. Mm-hmm. Um, however, in 2020, the Brave Girls were featured in a Webtoon series, which was a, a joint venture from Tuntori and the Ministry of Culture, Sports and Tourism. So they were one of eight groups chosen to be part of the 2020 Hallyu-linked support Project, uh, which was a cultural exchange program. So that's pretty cool. Um, But that is the only other thing that happened for them in 2020. Um, So after they came out with We Ride, the Brave Girls did not put out any other music. And then On February 24th of 2021, a YouTube compilation video of Roland military performances goes viral and the song rises to the top of the real-time music charts, entering at number two. And the military performances, or like a lot of the videos that this compilation video is made of, are from, I suppose, what the girls did maybe during 2019. This is what (laughs) they were doing. This (laughs) This is is what what they they were were doing. doing. The girls had performed 72 times on a show called the K-Force Special Show, which does performances for military uh, bases around Korea. And they were so popular. The Brave Girls themselves were so popular on what's called the Millboard the military billboard. It's not a real chart, but no. basically the military <laughs> is just like renowned for always having like a favorite girl groups. Right. That and so there like, are songs God, that are very yeah. popular in the military. And this song is so popular on the millboard that seniors would teach the songs to the new recruits. And the brave girls group was known as the president of the military. Um, so Since this viral explosion, Jong, one of the members, talked about how on February 23rd, the day before this video went viral, they had talked about disbanding. She says, quote, honestly, as soon as we hit 2021, members said that maybe the time has come to wrap things up. We agreed that it was time to meet up and talk about disbanding the team. We had that talk on February 23rd. And she went on to reveal that she and Yuna had already moved out of the dorm. <laughs> like, they were done. Done. With Brave Girls. And then they exploded. So video goes viral February 24th. March 5th, Brave Entertainment announces that they will resume the role in promos. And on March 12th, they received a perfect all-kill, hitting number one on six different music charts – which is the second perfect all kill to be achieved this year, 2021 so far. The first one was IU for Celebrity. March 14th, they won their first music show on Inkigayo, and they actually broke the record. This is kind of a sad record. It is a sad record. But they broke the record for having the longest time period from debut to first win for K-pop for girl groups in K-pop history because they won 1,854 days after their debut for a song that came out three years prior to their win. But to date... They ha- As of this recording, they have won six music shows between March 14th and March 21st. They won on The Show, Show Champion, M Countdown, Music Bank, and twice on Inkigayo. And next month, on April 7th, is their 10th anniversary. So this is a very exciting time for Brave Girls. They obviously decided not to throw in the towel <laughs> quite yet. Uh, And personally, I'm really looking forward to them actually putting out a real studio album, because it seems to me that uh, the real common thread here has been a lack of promotion and a lack of content, right? They just Mm -hmm. haven't been given anything. Their company isn't doing anything with them. Um, So hopefully, now that the world is paying attention, their company will too.
0: That would be nice. It sure would be nice. It would be nice. (laughs) Um, Yeah, I want to. I'm going to. I'm saying it now so I remember. I'm going to link the video that went viral in the comments of this or in the description of this episode because watching it, it made. I just like I dare you to watch it and not feel like very, very happy because the video is like a stage mix, you know, where people mix the stages up. But at the bottom, they've pulled comments from like the original videos and put them over the screen. And the comments are all the soldiers being like, oh my God, I rem- we used to stand on the lunch table and dance to this song. Or like people like sharing their memories of how important this mm-hmm. song was. And then so the soldiers were passing them to each other like, ha ha, remember this song, bro. And then it started getting popular. And then I noticed on the person made a follow-up video of comments that had happened since that. And all of the comments were like, Why were the boys hiding this song from us? Like, what else do they know? Are there other (laughs) groups that the military like is keeping to themselves? Like, this song is so good. Why didn't they why didn't they tell us about this song? Because apparently, every soldier who has enlisted since 2016 this learns this dance and it's their favorite song. And like, how have they hid it from everyone all this time?
1: Because they knew that if the song got popular out of the millboard, that the girls wouldn't be able to perform 72 times mm. just for them
0: <laughs> that's probably true I think but that, we've
1: unlocked a great military conspiracy
0: mm, it's very possible that they want to keep them for themselves because that's the other like I think big element of why the, it got so popular not just that it is like a banger of a song and it's really fun and people like have brought it back out but In a civic pride way, people are kind of amazed to find out that this group that they, like, kind of didn't know about has spent the last four or five years, like, tirelessly traveling to military Mm -hmm. bases. And those shows don't pay anything. They're, like, government contract shows and they give you gas money. So, like, they were just... Like, those are, nobody wants to do those shows. Mm -hmm. Um, And a lot of the, like Mino was saying on Knowing Brothers, like, if you go to a military base that's far from a city, no one will come see you because you're too far away. But the Brave Girls went to see. Everyone And so, like, people in a way that they're, like, proud of these girls who, like, served their country by showing up to entertain mm-hmm. the military, like, they deserve these number ones because, like, they've worked so – and I, I just yeah. – I'm glad they're being recognized because that is thankless – it's thankless work, but if you watch these videos, it makes the soldiers so happy. They like turn They're into little so kids. So happy! I read this one comment where
1: this guy was like, "Oh, we love that song. We could win a war if they played that song." And when we had to fight, and I immediately thought of like a gritty like movie montage of like soldiers like running, like World War One, yes, and like explosions, just to the. Like, <laughs> I'm like, what? That would be so crazy. It's such an fun, upbeat, like lighthearted song and just the idea of like, oh yeah, like that song hypes us up for battle.
0: Yeah. One of the comments in the original viral video is like if they play this at the at the DPRK speakers, then the then the then our brothers in the north will run across the minefields to get closer to this song. Like it's really funny. So like Please watch the viral video. All the comments are really... Like, there's a reason everyone was passing it around. Like, the person who took the time... Bless that person who took the time Mm -hmm. to say, Hey, this is a good song, and people made funny jokes about it, and I'm going to put those things together, and I'm going to save four women's careers. (laughs) Seriously, I wonder
1: if the Brave Girls have reached out to the person who made the video to be like... Thank you. Who are you? Can we get you on our PR team? Maybe you could have yeah. a place on our promotional Clearly doing
0: more work. Clearly Brave is. Brothers ain't doing <laughs> shit. Whatever. <laughs> yeah, so it's an exciting moment. And thank you for walking us through the like oh, timeline of both of the several versions of Brave Girls. Because I think everybody is ready to stay on this one. Yes. So, It's It's very very exciting. exciting,
1: Good for them. So we'll keep an eye out on what Brave Girls does next.
0: Yay. All right. For our next segment of our Women's History Celebration, I decided to try and come up with a quiz, like a knowledge quiz, not a personality quiz, because I don't know how Mm -hmm. people make those. Right, so like a trivia, like a trivia quiz. So I did this with the intention of everyone playing along. So please, everyone, and Angelica included, get a paper and pen or a notes app or whatever have to a note record your answers. And we'll see how you do. Um, a lot of these answers come from like deep in the catalog of this show or might just be like, I don't know, use your... Um, What's a teacher word for like when you use the, word, the knowledge Your that comments. you have? Oh, to... when you make an inference yes. or an educated guess. Yes. So hopefully it won't be like too hard or too easy and maybe it'll be fun. I don't know.
1: I am both excited and nervous because my memory is notoriously horrible. And I know that you've chosen these things from things that we've talked about before. So theoretically, I should know all of the answers. Mm-hmm. But... I feel like I'm the the ice is
0: thin, so let's see. All right, this is mostly a multiple choice quiz. Great, I love it. A couple of increase my chances. Interesting things, but I have 15 questions and a bonus, so we'll see how it goes. All right, ready? Yes. Question number one: Which of the following first generation girl groups is made up? One of these, I made them up oh okay a diva b cleo c the janes d milk that's a diva b cleo c the janes d milk which of those is not a real first gen girl group question number two Oh,
1: shit, wait, you're just, you're, oh, I have to, like, record Yeah, my I said, answer? get a
0: paper. I said oh, we're damn. taking a quiz. Okay, wait, I'm, I'm so sorry.
1: I need, you to re- I need you to read those answers for me one more time. Okay. I thought that I was going to answer right
0: after. I thought no. you were going
1: to, like, ask me to answer it. Okay,
0: no, I thought we would all take a quiz, and you take the quiz, and the listeners will take the quiz, and I'll read the answer key at the end, like we're a middle school class, and we'll see how we do.
1: Oh, shit. Okay, fair. <laughs> then I'm, I'm, please repeat. Number okay, one. absolutely.
0: <laughs> <clears throat> Which of the following first gen girl groups is made up? A. Diva. B. Cleo. C. The Janes. Or D. Milk? Question number two. Which of the following female solo artists was never in a K-pop group? A. Chung B. Lee Hyori C. Sunmi Or D. Am Hwa. Which solo artist was never in a group? A. Chunga B. Lee Hyori C. Sunmi Or D. Am Hwa. Question number three. Which of these leading lady leaders was the oldest when their group debuted? A. Brown-Eyed Girls, Jaya. B. FX, Victoria. C. EXID, Solji. Or D. Red Velvet, Irene. Who was oldest when their group debuted? A. Jaya. B. Victoria. C. Solji. D. Irene. All right. Question number four is a name as many as you can. I looked at my big, big list of groups, and I found the letter that has the most girl groups under it. And that letter is B. So if you could, please try to name three girl groups that start with the letter B. And I'll give you a moment. All right. Question number five. Which of these girl groups has had no member changes adding or subtracting since debut? A. A Pink, B. EXID, C. Brown Eyed Girls, or D. AOA? No member changes. A. A Pink, B. EXID, C. Brown Eyed Girls, or D. AOA? Question number six. Which girl group or singer currently has the most music show wins? A, Girls' Generation, B, IU, C, G-Friend, or D, twice? That's A, Girls' Generation, B, IU, C, G-Friend, D, twice. Most music show wins. Number seven, which of these ladies has the most writing credits registered for Korean copyright? A, Hyana, B, Mirio from the Brown Eyed Girls, C, Ellie from EXID, D, Moonbyul from Mamamoo, or E, Queen Boa?
1: Wow, you gave us an E option? How dare yes. you? <laughs> Shit. That's a hard
0: question. That's A, Hyona, B, Mirio, C, Ellie, D, Moonbyul, or E, Boa.
1: Before you threw in that E, I was like,
0: sure. <laughs> oh, no. That's why, I guess that's why I had to do it. All right. Rude. <laughs> question number eight. Rude. Which of the following groups did not debut in 2010? meaning that most of them did debut in 2010 but one of them didn't and that's who we're looking for mm-hmm. A Four Minute B Girl's Day C Nine Muses or D SISTAR Which group did not debut in 2010 Four Minute Girl's Day Nine Muses or SISTAR Question number 9 Wait, I didn't choose oh, yet. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> Don't pressure me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'll <laughs> wait. I'm sorry. I should have put like a shot clock or something. I'm not a good proctor you of could exams. Play the,
1: you could play the twice song shot clock. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. I was wondering what would be good for bedding music. That would be re- very distracting. <laughs> I would actually not recommend that one. Okay. Um, shit, man. I don't know. All right. Next question,
0: number nine. I'm not
1: very With- feeling very confident. Oh no, I'm sorry.
0: <laughs> question number nine: Which of these girl groups does not have a song called "Holiday"? Four of them will have a song called "Holiday." One of them does not. A, Sistar. B, AOA. C, Tiara. D, Girls' Generation. Or E, Momo Land. Sistar, AOA, Tiara, Girls' Generation, or Momo Land. Only one of them does not have a song called Holiday.
1: The rest will be featured on a future song battle. Exactly. <laughs>
0: All right, number ten. Which of these IOI members was the number one pick on their Produce 101 season? Bitch. (laughs) A. Gugudan Sejong. B. Cheonga. C. Wiki Wiki Doyan. Or D. John So Mi. Sejong, Cheonga, Doyan or so me who was the number 1 on that produce season all right number 11 which of these ladies was super famous in the philippines before she debuted in her group a ses bada b to anyone dara c brown eye girls narsha or d Sistar bora Bada, Dara, Narsha, or Bora. Which one of them was very popular in the Philippines? Number 12. Young is our favorite member of SNSD. But which other two beautiful idol ladies share her birth name? Young? So two of these are correct. There's two correct answers. Which of these ladies' birth names Su Young? A Miss A Susie B Red Velvet Joy C Luna Eve or D Blackpink Rose. Susie, Joy, Eve, or Rose. Two of them are named Su Young. Just a guess. I'm guessing you're just guessing. Because I would have just guessed. I I was
1: fairly confident on one of them. Okay.
0: Okay. But having to choose two. All right. So this next question, maybe this is hard. But if you have, I mean, if you have like the, so. All of these questions have been a challenge. (laughs) Okay. Well, I guess they mean answering the question. I was trying to be creative, but maybe this is too much. But I have five girl groups that have debuted. In the last five years, each of them in a different year. And I want you to put them in order from who debuted first to who debuted most recently. All right, let's do it. The groups are G Idol, Weekly, Rocket Punch, Weeky Meeky, and Purple Kiss. They all debuted in a different year in the last five years. So what's the order? Who went first and who is most recent? That's g Idol Weekly, Rocket Punch, Weeky Meeky, and Purple Kiss. I'll give you a moment to suss it out. All right. Question number 14. I went through our Support Girl Groups 2018 episode, our first Support Girl Groups episode, and I averaged together... The amount of members per group in that year. So I guess just using deduction or best guesses, in 2018 was the average group size, three, five, nine, or 10 members. What was the most average number of members in that year? Which year? 2018, our first group Support girl groups episodes. So like Luna was the biggest group, oh. but we also had some duos. You're right,
1: you're so. right, you're right. So the options were three, three. Five, five,
0: nine, nine or, or, ten. or ten. All right, number fifteen. Of these iconic girl group dances that everyone learned, which of these dance practice mirrored videos has the most views so not the music video the mirrored dance practice that people would use to learn the dance which has the most views a twice can't stop me b blackpink doo-doo-doo-doo c momoland boom boom or d sistar 19 my boy can't stop me doo-doo-doo-doo boom boom or my boy And finally, bonus question, if you can remember the name of the quote-unquote original K-pop girl group that we talked about in our K-pop in America episode, who went on TV in America in the 50s. Bonus points if you can remember the name of that group. All right, quiz answer time. Let's see how we did. All right, question number one. Which of the following first-gen girl groups is made up? What did you guess?
1: To be honest, I really wasn't sure. My gut is telling me the Janes, but I also kind of feel like diva. I don't know. Final answer, the Janes, but I think it's wrong. Oh, it was the Janes. I
0: made that up. Sweet. Sweet. I knew milk. I'm pretty knew sure knew that milk Diva is that group with the lady, the deep voice lady rapper yes, that we like you so You are
1: much. correct. I liked Diva. That's right. I was thinking. I guess maybe I was thinking of Davichi, and maybe I was thinking like maybe she chose Diva because it was similar mm. to something else, but wasn't exactly like maybe it was Divas. No, she. Yeah,
0: I'm not that hard of a teacher. I know I, was, I know. I was trying not to be that kind of quiz maker. All right. Great job. Number two, which solo artist was never in a group? I said Om um Jung La. That's correct. <sighs> because Chungha was in IOI, Hyori was in Finkel, and Sunmi was in the Wonder Girls.
1: Yeah, I almost said Chungha at first, but then I remembered that she was, I was like, oh, I guess IOI counts.
0: It sure does. All right. Number three, which leader was oldest when their group debuted?
1: I wanted to say Jaya from the Brown Eyed Girls because I remember the Brown Eyed Girls being just generally older. I did for a second doubt my, or I kind of doubted myself because I remember Irene being like thirty or something when she, she debuted. When she was, no, maybe not thirty, but I remember her debuting like when she was older. But I think it's Jaya.
0: You're correct. Jaya was twenty five. Victoria twenty two and Solji and Irene were twenty three when twenty three. Okay, okay, okay. She's thirty now. She's thirty now. Yeah, 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 yeah. All right, girl groups that start with B. Did you get three of them?
1: Yes. Well, this was. I mean, at first I was like, well, Brown Eyed Girls, because you had just said it, and then I mm-hmm. then the next one I thought it was Blackpink, and then for a second I was like, shit, like what else is a group that starts with B? And then I was like, oh yeah, duh, Brave Girls. <laughs>
0: yeah perfect here were all the possible answers according to my spreadsheet baby Bo- baby vox bad kids very good bestie black pearl black swan black pink borpagansa, boto pass brave girls brown eyed girls busters and bandit
1: wow that is a lot of bees yeah it was a lot of bees
0: all right number five which of those groups has never lost or added any members
1: I'm, like, very afraid to answer it, but I wrote A-Pink.
0: It's not A-Pink. It's uh, Brown-Eyed th- I girls. knew they added someone in. No, A-Pink Damn lost it. a member two albums in.
1: They lost a member? Yes. Oh.
0: Yoo Kyung, she was the, like, um. She, sang, she spoke English, and her dad was rich, and he didn't want her to be in a group anymore, so she left to go to oh,
1: college. Oh, yeah. Wow, I completely erased that girl from my memory. My bad.
0: No, that's my why I put bad. it, because I thought that it would be slightly tricky in that, like, uh, maybe people wouldn't remember yeah. that A Pink lost a member or that EXID had, like, four other people in it before mm-hmm. the ones we know now. And AOA has lost a comical amount of members, so I thought yeah. that was, like, a... That was I knew cheeky. AOA was. That was not my it cheeky right right freebie. <laughs> yeah,
1: although I should have known Brown Eyed Girls because I mean, a we've done the deep dive, but also I was like, I thought Brown Eyed Girls always had four, and I guess and they, they did.
0: did. They did. I should I shouldn't have doubted. All right, number six. Who do you think has the most music show wins? Are you? no that is not correct ius 65 music show wins which is a lot but the record is currently held by twice at 106 oh shit wow girls girls generation originally broke the record at 100 they were the first group to ever get 100 but at this point as of this recording twice has 106 now wow gfriend has 69 so Mm. these were like the top four in these choices
1: I picked IU mostly because I was thinking, like, I think she has the longest career of Mm. of them because I truly, like, didn't know.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Makes sense. All right. Number seven. Who of those ladies do you think has the most copyrighted songs? Well, my initial instinct was Ellie because
1: I remember us talking about that on the EXID episode. Mm Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna go with Ellie, but I really, Boa really threw me for a loop. Like maybe it's Boa, but I think it's Ellie.
0: It's not Ellie or Boa. God damn it. <laughs> it's Mirio from the Brown Eyed Girls. She has uh, more than most of the boys at 97. That's right.
1: I Ellie Moonbiel, and Boa
0: all have 60 plus, though. Yeah, yeah, They're yeah. They're all sitting right in a row. And Hiana only has 36. I threw that in as a as a wink but upsettingly there are not enough female artists at all on that top 100 list of credits mm-hmm. so
1: yeah well something that I was think I was thinking about that when we did our FX episode and then also uh, when I was looking up this one too is like girl groups so rarely get a chance to like take part in the composition and like lyrics of the songs that they put out in a way that the boys like so much more so get get a chance to do it. Even like the girl rappers are not necessarily responsible for writing their own raps the way that the boy rappers yeah. usually are. And I, that seems like just a sexist, like don't make the girls think too hard kind of thing to me, but I don't know. Yeah. But th- I'm saying that with nothing to back that up.
0: For sure. For Pure sure. Conjecture. Just, gut, just, just 30 years of life. And yeah.
1: And- just 30 years of the patriarchy giving me a good solid guess. <laughs>
0: All right, question number eight: Which of those groups didn't debut in 2010? Did you wild Girl, guess? I don't know. I said Nine Muses. It was Four Minute. Ah, uh, fair but enough. Had to try it. All right, which group doesn't have a song called "Holiday"?
1: I said Sistar.
0: It's AOA. Sistar oh, does have a holiday song. I know, but AOA is like
1: always on the beach. So I, figured I know, that, that, that they was
0: would've... why I was being <laughs> tricky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> also, I should have known that my initial thought was for a minute, and I was like, we've actually covered them in a deep dive. I should have known. I should have been more thoughtful about what I would have known. All right, continue.
0: It's fine. All right, number 10. Do you know which of the IOIs was number one on the produce show? I don't. Even though I think we probably talked about it, but I guessed Sejong. It was So Mi, our ah, star of our Netflix I China adaptation. So Mi, but Sejong was next, so you were not crazy. And Do was like ten. I totally thought she was more popular because she's like so tall, so and beautiful, stunningly but... beautiful. Anyway. All right, number 11, who was the famous Filipino pop star before she was in a girl group?
1: I'm like 90% sure I got this correct. It's Dara. Yes, From to anyone. From to anyone. Okay, great.
0: <laughs> good job. Good job. Um, all right, number 12, do you know which two of those girls is actually named Sue Young?
1: My guess, my guesses are Suzy and Rosé, but Rosé is a wild guess.
0: Those are the two that are wrong. It's Joy and Eve. <laughs> I don't even know who
1: Eve is. What group did you say she was from?
0: Luna. It's the one that's spelled Y-V-E-S. Oh, sure. I didn't. Eve. I don't know. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, no. Susie's birth name is Susie. Can you believe that?
1: I guess so. That's what I guess I can't. <laughs>
0: I didn't. <laughs> um, all right. Number 13. What do you think the order of those five groups debuting was or should i just say the proper order
1: no i want to see if i'm correct <laughs> okay go um i know i'm like pretty confident about my last three but i feel like i am not sure about the first two but my guess is g idol wiki Meeky, rocket punch weekly and purple kiss
0: very close, but switch the first two. I knew Mickey, it. Miki debuted it. in 2017 and Idol is 2018. Okay, but you got it. So yeah, close. Purple Kiss just debuted last week. So, yeah, we're going to talk about new. them later. Later. Mm. <laughs> um, okay, number 14. What do you think the average number of members was in our 2018 five? girl group? It
1: was five. Sweet. I remembered the smaller groups. I was like, there were several smaller groups. So sure. I feel like that would have brought it down.
0: Smart. Um, Okay, and which do you think of the mirrored dance practices that I listed? Which one has the most views? Well, I wanted to say Blackpink, but then when you threw
1: Sistar 19 in there, I was like, is that being thrown in there as like a gimme? No, it's definitely not this one. Or is it being thrown in there because like actually sneak sleeper hit this one was really really watched and i don't know but
0: blackpink no the answer is actually momoland boom boom at huh. 84 million views oh, wow the blackpink one only has 11 million for context Damn. Damn and the enough. actual blackpink dance practice has 400 million views so like differences yeah, yeah, yeah. here but yeah, the it's my, my boy has 55 million views on the mirrored dance practice. And that video has been on YouTube for like nine years. Wow. I was just very surprised. People really did want to learn that body roll yeah. dance. Um, but yeah, boom, boom. And I think that at least 1 million of those views came from the year that Uno's <laughs> Dance Studio performed Boom Boom at festival season because my group yep. struggled and I had to bring my iPad to the studio every night to be like, we're going to watch the mirror and y'all are going to figure it out. So <laughs> you're welcome. Momoland. am um, And the bonus question, do you know the answer? I believe it was the Kim sisters. Yay, that's correct. Yay. Alright, that was my that was my women's history month girl quiz that I tried I like to come it. That was with.
1: a good and challenging quiz. But I do feel validated in the sense that I think if you had created a similar trivia style quiz about boy groups with like date like debut dates and stuff, like I would have had an equal and like real names, like I would have had an equally difficult time. So I felt not exposed Okay. But
0: i was trying to come up with something that i felt like would be a slight challenge to you and that like maybe some of the listeners who are like real girl group nerds might know all the answers and i don't know it's just yeah, yeah, yeah. i've never come up with a quiz out of absolute thin air either i didn't no, i liked like it copy another quiz for inspiration i was just trying to come up with like what's a thing I What's love a it. Question? You took
1: all of the things that we've talked about in our episodes and created relevant questions.
0: Nice job. Well, thank you. Um, so yeah, that's it for main segment today. Celebrate the girl groups and female solo artists in your life, this women's history month, because their contributions are invaluable and we worship at their feet. You're here. And we'll be right back with the random game. All right, we're back. And the random game generator gave us an easy assignment, which is a first gen girl group. So there's not much to say. And we've actually literally talked about this group's entire career in our (laughs) previous two year in K-pop discussions because we got papaya. Mm hmm. Papaya.
1: They were a how many five member girl group from Winsome Media. Um, they debuted on August 4th, 2000, and they were only around until 2001.
0: Yes, we covered their debut. And disbandment in the year 2000 and year 2001 episodes. Um, I remember we described one of their music camp stages in that first episode as looking like a Gap commercial. Because there were weird, um, like, happy face emoji mascot people. But then the girls were wearing, like, vests and scarves and cargo pants in, like, orange and green. And they looked like a Gap commercial.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I totally remember that. Um, Yeah, they don't have a lot to... Like like we said, there's not a lot to say about them. Um, There were two members who left in the middle, so they had, like, some lineup changes. Um, And now a few of the former members are actresses. One of them became a trot singer, um, but they kind of just all went their separate ways after
0: after Papaya was no more. So we found a... Claiming to be HQ version of their music video, Listen to My Words, which was on their debut album. Both of their albums that they put out had full 12 tracks because that's what they used to do back in those days. We've talked Mm -hmm. about it. Like they used to make whole albums and promote them for a whole GD year. So we're going to check out this Listen to My Words MV. uh,
1: Here we go. Ready? One, two. Here
0: we go all
1: right oh spelling it with like tetris
0: all oh, the ring lights yeah the first gen mm-hmm. ring lights are so distracting always Ooh, look at this tron room oh and it's more tetris Ooh, pieces fun
1: <laughs> oh and look at these little outfits like these outfit. oh my god look at those eyelash extensions those fake eyelashes with the like
0: The kind that are just, like, different (laughs) points, like a doll.
1: (laughs) (laughs) This music video is really goofy. It's just them in a Tetris game. Yeah. And then singing straight at the camera with these ring lights that make little stars in their eyes
0: (laughs) where they're all wearing, like, very um, sculpted lash extensions that are like dolls and yeah these tetris pieces falling are freaking me out yeah but also what they are wearing is what i wore to every dance in middle school (laughs) like a big cart windbreakery cargo pant and a halter top of the same color (laughs) they're looking why yeah and i had that haircut in eighth grade and i could never get my hair to flip as get hard, it to but flip. i wanted it to yeah and i've said it before but those bangs like those just the two piece front bangs the is pieces. the epitome of glamour to me forever yeah. because when i was this age i was like i mean look how good a phrase a face framing bang it just yeah. looks great it does it's a classic look
1: it never goes out of style
0: I also like that girl, the one who has the like peroxide hair and her like little clippy her little twist yeah
1: with her like ribbon, like you can (sighs) see the like thing that they put her curlers in
0: (laughs) Those red highlight chunks are also quite intense
1: Yeah, they are. And honestly, everything about this stage, um, except for maybe this flippy hair, would still be relevant on a stage right now. Or at least would be relevant again on a stage right now.
0: Yes, I think these pants are not that far off from pants we might be talking about in a little bit Mm -hmm. or at least pants that I might be talking about and that hair
1: is very similar to one of the girls that I'm about to be talking about (laughs) as well yeah yeah yeah
0: it all just comes back around guys this is why we study these things especially (laughs) because it always comes back around you gotta learn your history folks I feel like this could be like a tejano song, or like a like I don't know. This beat is very with like, the it horns, could be a bunch of different.
1: Yes, it has a like. This is definitely some kind of like Latin beat that like. Tch, 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 tch.
0: I'm not good the, at like, deciphering chugging. those, but yeah, like, me I know they're... they're all different, like mm-hmm. samba and cumbia. And like naming, like, yeah, I like, like, like I know they all are and merengue, <laughs> like they all have the different, yeah, but I couldn't tell you them either. Yay, papaya. Lovely. That was very Sorry. pleasant. It was pleasant. Sorry that your company only gave you two years. It's funny that the Wikipedia is like, due to unsuccess, they were disbanded. I was like, well, yeah. like, back in that do, day, they- Due to lack of
1: popularity. you <laughs> we were like, oh, geez, all right.
0: No, for real, though. But like back in the day, there were no brave girls because even the most popular groups disbanded after three years because they were afraid they wouldn't be popular anymore. Yeah, it was a different true. time.
1: It was just all about flashing the pans. <laughs>
0: yeah. Um, all right. It's weekly recommendation time. And I think we have some girl centric. Uh, recommendations to keep the theme going yes we do would you like to go first I would I I, I'll go first
1: (laughs) no pressure I can go as well
0: (laughs) um I feel like we might I want to say that I want to hope that we were talking about different things that I'm not going to step on you I think so okay because I want to recommend the new weekly comeback that just came out this week it's called after school um and I have said before I love weekly's whole refreshing old school old school girl group thing of just being like cute girls with brown hair who go to school and like there's not like I just love that that girl group concept and this song is no exception it's very early 17 and it's like staging of the choreo and there's chairs and there's skateboards and there's lots of levels and Mm -hmm. the song itself is like talking about like skateboarding after school and how it's like almost like dancing and like wouldn't you just like ask me out after school and like I don't know it's just cute and they are wearing the cutest bucket hats and these adorable those freaking high-waisted windbreakery pants that we just Mm -hmm. looked at in that papaya video and A lot of really excellent patterned,
1: high-waisted jeans with, like, Mm -hmm. fun, Mm. different colors of denim and different patterns of denim. One of the girls is wearing a pair of jeans that's very similar to the denim uh, Canadian tuxedo that Woozy had in the Home Run music video, that, like, little, like, star diamond pattern or something. Yeah, there's a lot of really great, Pants in this weekly comeback. And I, it does, the song does not sound like snapshoot, but the choreography gives me snapshoot energy. And I love it. It's very fun. It's like, and their vocals are very clear. I remember thinking that. I didn't really like their debut because some of the vocals were like too cutesy for me, but mm. this one I thought they're like singing very beautifully and there's no like overt, they don't put on any kind of vocal effects um mm-hmm. in any way. And so I thought this was really fun.
0: Yeah. It's great. I like it a lot. I haven't, I haven't listened to the whole album or the EP if there's like more to go with it. So I need to check in on that. But like I heard the song first before I even saw it, it like came up on the Spotify weekly or whatever and i was like yes love this and then i watched it and it was cute so like double whammy um yeah weekly after school that's my rec amazing um, I kind of have, I have like an official recommendation and an
1: unofficial recommendation. And my unofficial recommendation is that um, I believe it's Studio Choom does these artist of the month profiles mm. um, where they have a different idol come on and do like some kind of dance performance. And this month it's Yeji from Itzy. She's my favorite Itzy. And I, it's like a two and a half minute dance performance where she changes outfits like halfway through um she starts out and it's just her and then she changes outfits and some backup dancers come out and they do it um they do a different or the dance continues whatever it's amazing and I screamed several times and I watched it breathless it's phenomenal she's so good so good so I highly recommend Yeji's artist of the month. Um, it's a dance cover to a song called Rock Me Like a River or something. It's an English song that I feel like I had definitely definitely heard before. Is it the
0: like Like a River? Yes, yes, yes. It's yes. always exactly. Talk. Okay, okay, okay. Yes, yes. I it know is that, that one. song
1: exactly. <laughs> um, and it's phenomenal. She's phenomenal. But my official recommendation is for a brand new girl group that just debuted Woo! this week from RBW, the same company that uh, is Mamamoo's company. They are Purple Kiss, and their debut single is called Ponsana. Um, I really like this debut. They're a re- the debut s- the music video is like whatever. It's fun and creepy, and like they just look really beautiful. But the um, original their like official debut performance starts with this little like intro which is on the ep as well it's called crown and so it's like mm-hmm. this spooky like sexy like a dance intro with like a little like sort of billy eilish like vocals over it about oh, yeah, going yeah, yeah. for the crown and then they go into the song. Um, and I like the song a lot. They are excellent singers, which I fully expected being from the same company as Mamamoo. Mm-hmm. Um, and I really, really like the choreography in this song, too. I think their choreo is very um, different from a lot of the other choreo um, that I'm like seeing on stage right now, I guess. Uh-huh. Um, and they have this like really fun like breakdown in the middle of it. And I watched. I've watched a bunch of their stuff lately um, because they don't have a lot. Like they just debuted, but they did a couple of pre-debut releases, um, and they also did a debut showcase. And the B-side off of their EP that they did on the showcase was called skip skip. And I also really like that one. So there's a great stage of there's multiple stages of Ponsana because that's what they're promoting on music shows. But there's also a stage for skip skip um, from their, from their debut showcase. And I maybe like that. I might like argue that that is a more palatable song, Mm-hmm. Um, but Ponzana is definitely the more like dramatic song and I can see why they made that the title track. I haven't listened to the full EP yet. Um, but oh, I, I listened
0: to it today. Oh, it's you did? Good. It's good. It's an interesting, like, I feel like it will not, I saying that it will grow on me makes it sound like it's. Something I don't like. I think it's just like a style of girl group music that is like coming into being right now that I'm not very familiar with that I can only describe as witchy. Mm-hmm. And I yes. feel like G Idols, oh my God. And then like the last two Dreamcatcher songs. And there's just like kind of this like there's a spooky witchy thing happening Mm -hmm. right now and I'm not not into it I'm just saying it's different from the things I usually listen to so I like enjoyed listening to the album but as I was listening to it it was like oh this is different from like my regular girl group intake I would say but yeah, yeah they are really good singers and they're beautiful and like I haven't watched much of the comeback stuff but I was keeping up with their they did so much pre-debut shit because Mm -hmm. yeah they did RBW debut like announced them last summer and they put out like Disney covers and boy Mm -hmm. group covers and I've seen all of those things so like I knew them as like great cover artists so I'm like excited to dive into this new like comeback thing um but yeah they're very talented
1: yeah, they're very talented. So if you guys like their debut, um, definitely go on their YouTube channel and like check out all of their like. Shannon said they have um, vocal covers and they also have a lot of dance covers. They did a really fun series where they um, sing different, different. I think songs. No, they might not be all from RBW artists, but they um, they sing these songs and then they change it to be like an SM version or a JYP version or a YG version or a big hit version of the Funny. song, and they nail it like very very much. So um, the first one is SM, and they when they make the switch from the original song to the SM version is on the rap, and the way <laughs> they just like perfectly <laughs> capture what an SM rapper is, wow. it was good. Um, yeah. So I've really enjoyed all of their content and i look forward to seeing more um the music video is exactly like very very witchy like them in a dangerous coven burning books killing people oh <laughs> out um
0: great but i so like that. that's awesome <laughs> welcome to the k-pop world purple kiss purple kiss good name um all right well that is it for today um, and once again, please do all of you can, all that you can to support our Asian friends in this time and all the resources I listed up at the top. If you yes. want to try and do your part, and we And be- always
1: do your small part on the day to day to speak out against the hate and racism that you may come across, even if it seems small. The only way we can get rid of it is by calling it out when you see it and when it happens.
0: Yes. Every little action is important. Mm -hmm. Um, All right. We'll, if you want to find us, we can be found at Pod on Twitter and Instagram, AMAKPOPOD at gmail.com. Um, we have a Spotify account that is linked in the link tree in those places. But I just wanted to say on the show that I recently figured out how to make podcast episode playlists so i made a couple playlists on our spotify account of like all the deep dive episodes and all the parlor game episodes and all the like strictly educational episodes so that like if you want a place to start or like an easy way to find an episode maybe those will be helpful and we also have music playlists that go along Mm -hmm. with the music episodes um we can also be you can also call us 181 pop 5 We have mail.
1: Yes, we have a P.O. box, 26096,
0: Los Angeles, California, 90026. Um, We have a Discord, which as of yesterday is celebrating one year of existence. (gasps) Can you believe it? Happy birthday to our Discord. Happy birthday to our Discord. Um, Yeah, thanks again, Brie, for pushing us to do that. Um, because over the last year so many of you have found it and found each other and you're all friends now and i think that's adorable so if you want to go make friends with other people who listen to our podcast go to our discord the link is in the link tree on our social media um yeah and then uh, next week we'll be back with something else oh we also have a patreon it's almost time for a patreon episode patreon.com slash A M A K pod for bonus content yeah, I think that's it. I think that's all the places we can be found. Maybe it's not, but it's a good start. But it's a good start. <laughs> and until next week. We love you all. Goodbye.
1: Goodbye.
0: Yun. <laughs> <laughs> your inspiration.